You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. T. I'm Calvin. <laughs> and I'm Dave. Thanks for joining us again this week. It's Yay. been such a crazy week, right? I mean, yeah. every week is crazy. Such a crazy week. So many yeah, things did you happened. See this, did you see the attack on the Capitol Part 2? <laughs> oh, jeez. Crickets. Don't jinx it. <laughs> I think I should just start saying things that didn't happen in the next week to see if I'm great at predicting the future. <laughs> hey, use cheese for divination, dude. Yeah, I should. We, ju- we just talked about this. That's a throwback. That's a yeah. throwback. That was throwback, weeks ago, yeah. Stephanie. Weeks I know. ago. <laughs> yeah, but we just talked about it like weeks ago. Right. <laughs> uh, so Dev is going to be the historian today. Uh, what are we talking about today, Dev? Uh, so this week I am talking about the third wave experiment uh, or how 200 children became Nazis. <laughs> There oh, you go. Okay. Uh, yes. I, I, it, it, <laughs> it's a thing. I, I like, yeah. Well, no, Donald Trump ran for president. <laughs> the, the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, as always, before we get started, you know what, what we got to do. Cheers. Everybody. Hooray. Cheers. Ooh, so smooth. <clears throat> My camera's not on. Did I drink? Did I not drink? You'll yeah. never know. I don't know, Kel. I, I feel like we always know that you drink. Like, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be able to tell. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. There's a point at which we'll know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Deb. All right. We're ready. Lay so- it on us. All right, so uh, I'm going to pull, you know, pull a little playbook action from Calvin this week, and I'm going to start out. uh, So this whole thing happens in 1967. So what happened in 1967? Uh, The Doors released their debut album, Containing Light My Fire. Ronald Reagan is sworn in as the governor of California. The Packers beat the Chiefs in the first AFL-NFL championship game that they retroactively call Super Bowl one. Um, the 25th amendment is ratified and enacted in 67. Jimmy Hoffa starts his prison sentence for, uh, attempting to bribery, uh, attempting to bribe a jury. Um, the Boeing 737 takes its maiden flight. The Jimmy Hendrix experience releases their debut album. Thurgood Marshall is nominated and confirmed to the Supreme court. And Shea Guevara is captured and executed. All big events that happened in 67 that probably most of our listeners are familiar with. Um, And then a high school teacher in California tries to create a fascist regime and is successful. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And it only took him a week. (laughs) That that's the beauty of this whole thing is that it's like, you would think it would take, but when you hear it's only a week that all right. of this happened in, it's it's insane. This well, is, it, so this, this is going to be somewhat like the Stanford experiment, isn't it? Oh, the guy that ends up that does this actually ends up becoming friends with the psychologist that runs the Stanford experiment. Okay. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So who who is to blame for this? Uh, <laughs> uh, this uh, debauchery of. 
uh, experimentation on young impressionable children. Uh, the teacher's name is Ron Jones. Uh, he was a history teacher at Cubberly High School in Palo Alto, California. So a bunch of young, white, uppity children that probably don't get much love from their parents. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm always a fan of the use of the word uppity. <laughs> it's, it's there for you, Dave. <laughs> Just don't follow it with the word Negro. Uh, that was, I wasn't going to go there. See? Uh, so uh, Ron Jones was not what we would consider a typical teacher. He tried to be the cool teacher. He was teaching uh, contemporary history. So his class was very free form. Uh, the, the, he kind of let the students decide where the lesson plans would go. Um, okay, so was he trying to be cool like Johnny Depp, you know, undercover 21 Jump Street <laughs> cool, or was he trying to be like Steve Buscemi, I too am a teenager? <laughs> uh, Hello, fellow teenager. I would, yeah. I would say neither. I would say, uh, yes, he was very much uh, a – his his uh, the way he approached teaching was much, very much a like history is happening around us. Uh, you know, so kind of immerse yourself in it. Um, he would get somehow he got the uh the chairman uh from China at the time on the phone to speak to the class. Like he did all these crazy things. Like he went out of his way to try to get these kids more engaged in in their studies of uh, contemporary history. But uh, so what you're saying is essentially he was lazy. And didn't want to actually yes. put together lesson plans, right. and, uh, would, and and I would call him the uh, the surfer teacher, the, like, surfer dude. Dude, teacher. I was I was totally I was picturing Spicoli as a teacher. <laughs> yes. If yeah, I'm um, here and you're here, right. doesn't that make it our time? Right, and uh, surprisingly, also uh, of Jewish descent, which makes what happens all the more uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> so yeah. So he's so basically Cand Candace Owen himself. Got it. <laughs> right. Nice. Uh, so this all starts uh, prior to the prior to the week uh, uh, in question. Uh, Jones is trying to teach his class about Nazi Germany and, um, you know, basically just how the you know just the general population of Germany ends up kind of falling into line with Nazism without really trying to fall into line with Nazism and, you know, mostly for the most part being outspoken against it initially. And then just like, well, this is a thing that happened. Oops. <laughs> you know, like, um, no, no, let's go, let's go ahead and see if we can recreate that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So most of the, most of the information on this experiment, uh, experimentation, uh, comes from Jones's writing himself, uh, about nine years after everything takes place. Um, and it is backed up by student accounts later, but uh, for the most part, most of this information is coming from Jones directly. Um, and a lot of people that read the account, they're like, no, this, this can't be true. Uh, but yeah, the students like there's students to this day that are, that are go. Yeah, surely no, this didn't happen. This, oh, but it did. No, this, and don't call me Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the students, uh, students were generally just dumbfounded by how so many Nazis could just, or non-Nazis could accept the actions of the Nazi party and even allowing the Nazis to gain power. So over, you know, Jones goes home and 
over the course of the weekend, he decides he's going to demonstrate how complacency leads to the rise of Hitler in the Third Reich in the classroom. So he gets to work on Monday before all the students show up. And he normally his class was very freeform. The desks were kind of set all, all over the place. Students could sit wherever they wanted. He creates this strict, rigid structure in the class that's unlike what he's done in the past. So all the decks are, you know, in, in rows. They're all facing forward. Um, the students all have their assigned seating. They get to class. They're like, I don't know what's going on here. He explains, you know, just sit in the seats that you're assigned. He writes on the board, strength through discipline, and begins to drill into the students uh, the, I guess, more what you'd call the typical uh, rigid guidelines of, of what you're supposed to do in class, where you're supposed to sit forward, and you're supposed to, you know, be uh, not talking to everyone else and not having side conversations. But he also, he takes a little, even a little further, and when students are to ask him or answer questions, they are to say Mr. Jones first and then answer answer these questions or ask the questions in three words or less. They are drilled to be in their seats uh, five minutes before the second bell. So basically, as soon as the first bell rings, they basically have to be in their seats. Um, they go through drills on how to get in their assigned seats as quickly as possible. And he kind of continues this all through the day. And he does allow some students to opt out if they don't feel comfortable. Um, initially, none of the students opt out. They're just like, okay, this is weird. And they just kind of go along with it. And they start getting into this, you know, sitting up straight, looking forward, addressing him as Mr. Jones, um, stuff that they've not done. But by the end of the day, they're just, they're just firing and just and doing it without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, by the end of the day, Jones goes home and he's and he figures like all these students are going to go home and they're to go aha like this is exactly that was wacky happens. yeah <laughs> like oh oh he just like as an authority figure just started making us do these things and we just eventually got to that point no 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 that doesn't happen <laughs> so on Tuesday <laughs> Jones arrives to class his class is rigidly facing forward in the classroom in their assigned seats and uh, well before the second bell. So any normal sane person would probably at this point go, I think this might go a little too far. I might have taken the wrong approach here. Right. Uh, No, instead, go ahead, Calvin. Is that a cattle car? Why did you, how did you get that in here? <laughs> so, so Jones, uh, instead of taking the smart way out and going like, no, we're not doing this. You know, this was all, I just wanted to show you how this uh, stuff could happen. He decides, well, let's see how far we can actually take this. Oh, God. <laughs> let's um, see what this puppy can do. Right. <laughs> so, so he walks to the front of the class. He adds the, to the motto strength through community. And now he is conditioning the students 
um, to, you know, how they interact with each other, what they're supposed to be doing in and out of class, how they react to each other. They even come up with a salute uh, that they are to give each other in oh my. and out of class. It is uh, very reminiscent of the Hail Hitler salute uh, by recounts of the students. Um, like, where, and- where was everyone else while this was going on? Like, where were um, all of the other teachers, etc.? cetera? So, uh, I will get to that. Okay. Uh, there's <laughs> that happens. <laughs> um, In yeah. the cattle car. Yeah. <laughs> right. They've um, dealt with. <laughs> so, they, and they also come up with the title, uh, The Third Wave, uh, for their new movement because mm. of this thought that the third wave in a series is always the strongest wave. Nothing to do with the third right no, at all. No, right. clearly that would never be a thing. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, so he, you know, he continues this and he's, uh, and he thinks, okay, this has got to be where the students figure it out. By now, there are some students that are like, you know, I don't feel comfortable with this. So, part of when they don't feel comfortable with it, he's like, well, you got to go to the library. Like they're banished to the library through all of class. (laughs) Um, And while they're there, (laughs) the librarian of the school just happens to be a a survivor or she either survived the Holocaust or she uh, escaped Nazi Germany prior to the Holocaust Mm -hmm. and also happens to be Jewish. (laughs) She starts asking questions and none of the students want to tell her because they've been told like everybody in the school's in on this and this is the way things are going. And when students finally do kind of come clean on what's going on, the staff immediately are like, no, you can't. No, like this is, it did. I, yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) Wednesday, (laughs) This is when Jones finally figures that out. Was yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Tuesday. Yeah, that was Tuesday. And seriously, this is all within a single week. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah, so on Wednesday, um, Jones realize, realizes that the experiment might be starting to get a little out of hand and taking on a life of its own. <laughs> However, he does not I was stop. Like, but does he stop anything? No, that's, yeah. <laughs> no, so uh, when he shows up to class, the class has now gone from the original 30 students to 43. Over the course of two days, he has gained 13 more students to this class. That's a little concerning in and of itself, but okay. Yeah, right. So, so a lot of these students were recruited by the class, um, and they were students that had uh, a free period during this hour. So they just showed up to class. Hey, you know what? If you're not doing anything, uh, fourth period, why don't you come on over and be a Nazi? That, that, yeah, yeah, we're having a really great time. You know, you want to join us. Yep. yep. So Jones beat has these uh, like little business cards in his desk and decides he's going to start issuing membership cards to the third wave. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is assi- not because yeah. it's funny, but because we're like, holy shit, like. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> accidental Nazis. <laughs> yeah, it's not hilarious, but yeah. you have to laugh or you'll scream. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so so he hands out these cards and he assigns three members um, as basically his secret internal police. They are the <laughs> they are God. the ones. Yep, yep. So they are the ones that he's like, you know, you know, I'm really confident that you are, you know, dedicated to the cause, but I don't think everyone else is dedicated to the cause. So it's your responsibility to turn in members that are not following the strict rules of, of this movement. Um, so he, so he only names three members. However, he finds it quite interesting that more like more than just the three original people start reporting infractions and it's never something major it's very very minor stuff and a lot of times not even an infraction that the person committed just kids turning in kids for <laughs> hoping they get in trouble well yeah wow. you know, if you don't like somebody you turn them in you yep, know it's exactly just, it's the same thing that it it's the same thing that happened in Nazi Germany. People would just turn people in for things that they never did to yep. exact oh, yeah. kind of revenge or take their anger out on them. It's, it's sickening. Yep. Um, so <clears throat> he goes on to train and instruct the, the new newly carded members of uh, the third wave on how to initiate uh, and recruit other members to more effectively grow their, uh, their movement. By the end of the day, the student the student count in this class had ballooned out to two hundred students that were initiated into the third wave movement. <laughs> By the time it got to this point, uh, one student who felt that uh, Jones's life was uh, in dire straits because of the uh, the liberal and socialist uh, staff of the school were going to uh, try to dispose uh, dispose of him. Puts it upon himself to follow him around all day and act as his bodyguard because he didn't feel Mr. Jones was safe. This then this then goes beyond just this one student. When I believe it's the auto body. Uh, like the auto shop Autobots. Yeah. The auto shop kids like hear about this and um, you know, they're like, Oh, you know, we're, we're big kind of strapping dudes. They become like basically this strike force that starts beating up kids that are a threat to Mr. Jones. <laughs> yeah. It gets, it's like, huh? This might have gotten a, a little out of hand. Wow. Maybe just a little. If you're yeah. ever wondering how QAnon happened, kids. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, the, the interesting thing. So, I, you know, I heard about this on uh, the Behind the Bastards podcast, which is kind of giving me a lot of stuff to talk about um, on this podcast lately. Uh, you know, the, the crazy thing about this is it's not like the super smart kids and it's not the not doing well kids that are getting caught up in this. It's the kids in the middle that are just like, yeah, I get average grades and I'm, you know, I'm well enough known, whatever. Like they become thoroughly wrapped up in this and, and start like just wholly buying into the movement. I, wow. And so, remind us again, the age of the kids or what uh, grade? Seniors. Okay, so we're we're talking so 17 18, yeah. School. Okay. 
gotcha. it starts it starts with seniors, but like part of the two hundred that they've recruited by now, it's starting to spread to younger grades, and mm-hmm. there's even thoughts that it may have started to spread outside of the school to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah, it was it's crazy. Uh so so end of day, you know, end of day three, Wednesday, uh you know, Jones is he basically is like, I don't I don't know what to do. This is this is obviously like they, they're not getting it. Like it's just it's it's gone beyond what I had like, intended. This was a goof, jackass. Is what's wrong with you? Yeah. Right. Like right. you were supposed to learn through this, not yeah. you were supposed to learn this only. is what you don't do. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so so Jones, so day day four, Thursday, Jones begins to recognize that this experiment needed to end. Um, he even has a, I believe it was a janitor who was, it was either a janitor or another, uh, another teacher who uh, fought against the Nazis in world war two, like approach him and be like, you don't know what you're doing. And like, he, you know, later his wife says the guy would come home and he would just be uh, an, an emotional wreck because he saw what was happening or what had happened in Nazi Germany happening to these kids and nobody was stopping what was going on. Um, so like it's at this point that Jones is like, okay, this is, it's gotten, it's gotten too out of, it's gotten way beyond what I could have imagined it was going to be. Uh, we need to, we need to end this. So he starts telling the students that, uh, so his way of ending this is he's like, so this movement is much bigger than our school. So he sets it up that it's oh a God. national, it's a national initiative. Now it's a to, national party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a national movement to, uh, you know, get rid of the uh, democratically uh, elected leaders. Um, and he instruct, and he tells the students that at noon on Friday, there was going to be a announcement from the, presidential candidate for the third wave that was going to make an announcement at noon on Friday, everybody involved needed to be in the auditorium um, to see this, this announcement. And then obviously some other shit happens throughout the day, but you know, everybody goes home. Obviously parents are starting to get concerned that they <laughs> are, it seems they are raising neo-Nazis. Even My though child might be a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so Friday, the final day, uh, the students gather at noon as, as they were told, you know, they were all there beforehand, sitting rigidly in their seats, waiting to hear from their leader. A screen comes down. It's blank at the appointed time. And they sit there for several minutes, all waiting for this announcement. Eventually, there's some stirring going on. They're all kind of looking around, kind of perplexed as to what's happening. That's when Joan walks out and he's all like, hey, everybody, you have just been a part of an, an experiment in fascism. You got punked. <laughs> yeah. And you willingly, yeah. <laughs> willingly. Action coaches running around the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, you know, you willingly participated in this creation of a, a similar sense of superiority that was present in uh, Germany during the Nazi regime. You even, you know, were telling on class members that weren't involved. Uh, you know, it just 
you, you done you done fucked up aa yeah. dude seriously <laughs> like you took the exact opposite right. of the message i was trying to get through to your heads right so so he and then they killed him <laughs> right that's what i'm kind of waiting for so so they're like obviously many of these students just like have psychological breakdowns but uh they do he does finish the the this whole presentation with a video on Nazis to like show like, this is how this happened and this is why it's bad. And you probably shouldn't be a fascist regime within the United States. And like, I'm going to need all of you to look deeply inside yourselves right right, now and change shit. (laughs) I'm just glad it didn't take a rival school going, you know what? We're going to have to go over there and, We're gonna yeah. have to go over there and stop these guys, <laughs> oh, right? God. Right? Yeah. I mean, so and it's you know, like all these kids are just left like without any guidance because they they fully bought into this. They don't really have a sense of direction anymore. Many of them end up having to go seek counseling. Uh, there's reports that possibly some of them, ha- uh, you know, go on to commit suicide because of like they're just completely broken by this experimentation which is kind of something that we've we've seen come out of you know the end of nazi germany like people just didn't know what like they bought into it wholly and then they didn't know what to do with themselves like oh you know we we fucked up right and Uh, then having to live with the guilt right of what especially in nazi Nazi germany living with the guilt of what they had done you know was A lot for a lot of people. It's right. hard to realize that you're a trash person. You right. know? Like, That's, I'm garbage. I mean, it's a struggle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so what's what's the fallout of all of this? Well, I mean, obviously the psychological toll that was taken on uh some of these students, some who may probably have continued to be uh fascist Nazis uh through the rest of their lives. Uh Jones uh failed to gain tenure at the school no (laughs) yeah uh the school claims he was let go because of his anti uh war demonstrations but i mean let's let's be real it's like two years after he's supposed to gain tenure and he doesn't gain tenure you created 200 (laughs) accidental nazis exactly (laughs) i mean uh, we can't yeah. keep you, dude. You, we cannot keep you. You're responsible for the worst pep rally in school history. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so some of those kids are still Nazis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, obviously uh, Jones, like he's he does go on to be a little. He goes on to be distraught about this, and he writes about it, and he goes on to try to help people cope with it. Um, years later, there's a story that he was in a, in a store shopping and one of his former students that had partaken in this, uh, gives him the third wave salute. He like loses his mind on the student because it's like, you do realize this was all made up. This is fake. It's not real. You are basically like telling the kid you're, you're fucked in the head. You need to get help. It's like, yeah, but that's kind of your fault. (laughs) Um, and like I said, he does, uh, eventually become, uh, acquaintances, friends with Philip Zimbardo, uh, who runs the Stanford prison experiment in 1971. I'm pretty sure Zimbardo was just trying to tap Jones for like information on like, so how did you do this exactly? Cause right. 
kind of want to recreate it, but like prisons. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want Nazis, but right. but I I still want yeah. dictatorial overtones. Right. Right. I don't. Yeah. I don't want Nazis, but I kind of want Nazis. Right. I want, <laughs> I'm not oh saying God. I want Nazis, but what you did right. with children was wrong. Right. But hear me out here. Right. Yeah. But but help but help me do that again. Yeah. And uh, just to be clear, we here at Shot of History hate Nazis. Right. We yeah. believe in punching them. Yeah. That Big is all. fan of punching Nazis. Right. Yeah. Big fan of it. So I had Yay, never, Captain America. Yeah. I had never heard about this going through school. Um, but apparently, like this is key learning in German classrooms of like, here's how Nazism happened. Here's an experiment that shows direct relation, and it only took one that week. these stupid Americans did and right. didn't learn from our lesson. And uh, right. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, it's it's fucked. So, two hundred accidental uh, Nazis. Wow, made over the course of a week in California, the most liberal of the liberal states. <laughs> right. Ah. Uh. Wow. There you go. There's some uh there's some learning for y'all. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to hear more details about like certain aspects of what happened each day, I would definitely suggest going back or going and listening to the Behind the Bastards. Um let me let me pull up the episode name real quick so I give you the right one. Uh The Class That Made 200 Child Nazis. That's the episode. Go listen to it. Um, it gives much more detail about like each day, uh, and it is it is fascinatingly infuriating <laughs> mm-hmm. as to just how how long this was let go. Uh, that's, so that's all I got. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess it's time to oh, pop out. There we go. <laughs> pop out the plugs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so SourcePoint Press, Deepwater Games, N3 Art, Oxide Media, all that fun shit that I'm associated with. Uh, I've been doing kind of another little episode podcast hustle with the guys <gasps> from uh, Salty Language. We do uh, some special episodes. It's basically an untitled project at this point, but uh, we lovingly call it in our group uh, the Whiskey Dicks podcast. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so we talk we just sit around we drink whiskey we talk about whiskey and then wherever the conversation leads after we've had too much whiskey. you know it's about whiskey and the properties of whiskey it's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's demented and sad but social yeah. Uh, yeah it sounds almost like a sister podcast to this one like I, a little bit maybe just a little drinking yeah yeah just for the drinking but yeah uh, you know give the salty boys a listen and and check out when those podcast episodes uh occasionally jump up and uh you know as always fuck steve <laughs> all right well uh for me uh as always leading questions with calvin moore uh show where we get people from different backgrounds and, and different uh positions on major issues uh to sit down at the same table and uh have a conversation with each other hopefully have a healthy dialogue so you can find that on the podcast Detroit network and of course wherever else uh you you find fine podcasts like Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, so yeah, you've got uh, Podcast Detroit. Uh, studios are open. People are recording. They're having fun. Find us at Podcast Detroit, all the things, um, as well as the other show I do, IT in the D, uh, which is weekly. Uh, we record on Monday nights. Uh, just talking about cool stuff around the country and, and here in the area around Metro Detroit. 
Awesome. Um, today I'm going to uh, give a shout out to Rocket Ink Studios who publish uh, a lot of my work. They're really great. There's a great group of uh, talent working um, with this uh, small publishing company. So go ahead and check them out. I also want to highly recommend two audio dramas that I've been listening to on Stitcher. Um, both of them are horror or sci-fi related. Um, the first one is Spines, like as in your back, you have a spine. Hmm. One of the best audio dramas I've ever listened to. There's only one season. It's all up there for you to listen to, so go check it out. And then Archive 81, which is a more popular one that a lot of people have heard of. Really, really good, though. Finally got around to listening to it. So, yeah, check out uh, those fun horror podcasts and Rocketing Studios. And thank you guys so much for joining us again this week on Shot of History. Until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man Big Def. I'm Calvin. And I'm Dave. And we out.